Hello, TD Fantasy listeners. Jamie Eisner here telling you about the ultimate fantasy football draft experience. You've heard us talk about it on the show before. Fantasy football at sea. Think about what you were doing this past draft night. Were you just sitting on your couch? Were you stuck at the office hoping your boss didn't see you? That's no fun at all. Isn't fantasy football supposed to be fun? Why not upgrade and do your 2019 draft on a cruise to the Bahamas where you can get the best advice and party with the top fantasy analysts and former NFL players? Beach, sun, fantasy football, TD Fantasy will be there. That is a tough combo to beat. Go to fantasyfootballatsea.com for more information and learn how you can book today. It's the TD Fantasy. The TD Fantasy Podcast. TD Fantasy Podcast. With your host, Paige Demakos, Jamie Eisner, and Jake Arians. Welcome into the TD Fantasy Podcast. Paige Demakos and Jake's back. Jake's here today, but no Jamie. I kicked Jamie out, brought Jake in, not getting the three of us. But fortunately for our guy Jamie, he's got some bad migraines, so... Everyone, uh, be sure to hit him up with some nice thoughts on yeah, Twitter. Feel better, brother. Feel better, James. Uh, we have to react to an unbelievable Thursday night football game because Philip Rivers has now gone on the road in primetime to Pittsburgh and beat a Pittsburgh Steelers team that does not lose at home in primetime ever. ever. And went on the road last and night. And came back. Yeah. And came, beat down early. Yes. And came like, back. Historic win. Yeah. In this game, okay, this Thursday night football game, was down again on the road on Thursday night. Short rest. Almost the same thing. Like, weathered the onslaught of beatdownness. Like, Phillip Rivers. Because the Chargers defense didn't play that that hot. They played okay and they had moments. For like two and a half, three quarters. Yes. They started slow, but they're making really good adjustments. That's probably is doing a nice job. That's a well coached team. I mean, Ken Woodson Hunt is an offensive coordinator, really good. Head coach, maybe not so much. Yes. Gus Bradley, same thing. Really good defense score. That's a well coached team. But look, they can go anywhere. And I've been saying it for a couple weeks because of Phillip Rivers. Yeah. Dude has giant brass balls. It doesn't matter where he goes, including New England. Oh, he's winning the the most two hostile places to play in primetime. Got hit in the mouth. Standing eight count and came back for a knockout. Like those throws he made in the fourth quarter, the one on fourth and eight was insane. Oh, by the way, like, the touchdown pass that he threw at the end was after he got clocked in the head and didn't get called okay, for yes. a 15 Let me get on a rant right now on the first thing we talked because about. Because I NFL, what the hell are you doing throwing all these BS flags all year? And in prime time, one of your superstars takes a shot to the temple with the crown of a helmet. And you don't throw the flag. It's literally even if you throw it and you don't wave it off, you gotta throw it and get together and talk about it. Like that's absurd. Get at me if you don't think Philip Rivers is a Hall of Famer. Yeah, save the Super Bowl, freaking crap. This this Dan Marino. Joe Flacco has a freaking Super Bowl. I'm sorry, like come on, come on now. Is Trent Dilfer? Yeah, is Joe Flacco a better quarterback? Come on, come on. It's Dan Marino all over again. Super talented guys with phenomenal careers that played great longevity, played through everything. He played the AFC Championship on a torn ACL. Yeah. No, this guy, like, there's there's gamers and then there's Phillip Rivers. Phillip Rivers, my favorite part is that he's going to talk smack to you all game without long. Without cussing. Without cussing with <laughs> his little darn heck. twang that he has going on. I'm watching him. My favorite video, and if you haven't seen it, go. you can go to my Twitter account and you can see it at the sports page. You can see it. He is leaving Arrowhead Stadium, okay, and he's running out with this big-ass grin on his face, 
and the fans are booing him, the Chiefs fans, and he's waving like a princess. Like, princess wave. I almost think they're better going into some of these places because I, their home environment is so bad. I agree. I think I think for him, he thrives off of that yeah. environment a little bit. And, and listen, he didn't have a great first half. He had a great second By half. By the way, he did all that in the end without Keenan Allen. Yes. So I think and Mike Williams is sitting on my bench since the fantasy show. And oh, by the way, they're third string running back, like on top of all. Yeah. That. Oh, by the way, two and, really, really, really good A player, Eckler, really, really good B player, all out, and they go yes. with third string dude nobody's heard of who has been playing great for them. So I'll ask you this because Jamie and I talked about it a lot this week. Are the Chargers? I don't even say the second best team. Are the Chargers the best team in the AFC? They're the scariest right now. Yeah. I mean, New England is good, and they're always New England, and they have their their deal, but they're not what they've been in the past. I'm, no. I'm sticking to that. The Chiefs have real issues with Kareem Hunt out. Tyreek Hill wasn't 100%. I picked the Chiefs at home if Hill played, okay. and he did. Yep. And I had it 31-27, and it was almost that. It was just the other yeah. way around. It was – And going for two at the end, I mean, I love that. I love that – In Arrowhead, whole... I'm not taking this to overtime with this quarterback to light us up no. and go a touchdown. The and the play. whole team knew except Phillip Rivers. That's the best part is the, the, they had already told the offensive line earlier yeah. on. They had said, listen, if we get down there, we're going for two. And Phil goes over there to ask Coach, and Coach is like, two. And he's like, the confidence – I listened to Phillip Rivers talk about it. He goes, the confidence – that coach instilled in me with not hesitating to think about going for two. It wasn't even a question. Can we it was, break We're this down? Like, I love the call. I love your narrow head. Yeah. Like, go for it. Keenan Allen's not on the field. You're doubling Antonio Gates. Yeah. And you're damn sure at least covering Mike. Yes. Not wide open. In How the you end not zone. cover Mike Williams? There was some miscommunication. Or double him. You saw miscommunication. They ran a slant the- underneath yeah. and all three dudes jumped a slant. And you on a two-point conversion leave their best player. Yes. Their hardest player to guard. They just threw him a touchdown. Hit three. Yeah. You don't cover? Yeah, I don't. From the Chiefs' defensive oh, perspective, yeah, that was yeah. a huge miscommunication in a big moment at home. That like, you can't you let go of the ball and you look up and don't see anybody within 10 yards of Mike Williams and go – Oh, shit. oh, the air, I, just, the know, air just flew out of this. Well, I was I just, nervous watching the play because I almost thought he was going to airmail it because he was so open. You yeah, know, that happens is, sometimes yeah. where it's just there's nobody there and Crazy. then your mind just freaks out and you just completely airmail the I ball. just love that, like, the Rams lost. Yes. Like, not that the Rams lost. I, I'm I'm rooting for them. I'm yeah. just like, nobody has locked up anything right now. No, the and Saints have not. The Saints have fizzled out. The Steelers have had it all year. And the Patriots have had it all year. They're all fighting for seeds. Yeah, no. The Chiefs are not fighting to get the division back. Like, nope. this is going to be an awesome last couple of weeks. Yeah, no, we're really lucky because you. a lot of times people have locked up and week 17 isn't going to matter. Week 17 is going to matter. Oh, absolutely. For both, and from, for both for us, the AFC and From a fantasy and point of view, week 15, 16 is crazy. Now 100%. you got Odell Beckham Jr. out this week. Melvin yep. Warden didn't play last night. Tyree Kill wasn't 100%. Yeah. Like, this is going to be... This is good news if you're if you're playing fantasy because a lot of times it sucks when you get into week 17 the most you're playing. Stuff and, you, yeah. and a lot of people are sitting and you don't know what's going on. Most teams are going to have something on the line in the AFC and in the NFC. Yeah. And then a lot of these teams have divisional games coming up here. The Saints and the Panthers play each other twice in the next three weeks. Like, there's a lot of good stuff happening yep. in this. The bottom, the wild card picture is far from over. Those teams are all fighting for spots. And this Colts is, go to Houston last week and win. They're now right in the thick of it. Yeah, damn I'm, sure don't want them coming to your house and, and playoffs and, with Andrew Luck. And if you guys didn't listen to Wednesday's podcast, you should. Because Bruce Arians was on, and he's been – He's been telling us for probably three or four weeks that if Indianapolis gets hot, 
When T.Y. gets back and T.Y. is healthy, You don't want to play this football team, and they're another team, and it doesn't matter. They can go on the road and yeah, win football Andrew games. Andrew Lux is the mini version, more talented version than Philip Rivers. Yes. But the same kind of like punch you in the mouth and help you up. 100%. Nice dude. They both have like this giant heart kill you mentality at the same time, which I just love. I think it was Chan Bailey that was talking uh, yesterday and was talking about how there was a, he he said there was a two year period where he legitimately hated Phillip Rivers because he was, he's like, he talks so much trash, but sometimes, you know, sometimes it didn't even make sense. Okay. And most of the time it was so nice and polite that it pissed me off more than somebody swearing at me, which I think is, it's so funny because he's being, he's talking smack to you, but it's almost more condescending and grinds your gears more because he's not telling you to have off. It's like all these corners that talk smack nonstop, they play Larry Fitzgerald, and they're like, there's not even a point. Yeah. because He's he like does. 230, he'll run you over and he'll like help you up and smack you in the butt and be like, nice, and nice play. And won't or say Or he can yeah. hit you in the mouth and, and knock him out care. and he's like, good Good, good tackle. <laughs> it's like, what do you, what do you say to that? Like, yeah. You just can't even talk smack to him. No, you awesome. can't, you can't talk smack to that, but let's quickly go over Mahomes and kind of the MVP race right now, because Mahomes has put himself back mostly from a national standpoint as, as kind of the MVP. I still think it's him and Drew Brees. And I still think it's a conversation. I think you cannot have this without talking Philip Rivers. And I, I don't know that I don't think Philip Rivers is now ahead. I agree. Both. I agree. Drew Brees laid an egg on Thursday night football and lost. Todd Gurley, same thing. Head to head to lock Mahomes up the division. Mahomes hasn't really done anything to here's the here's the problem. Is the friggin' throws Mahomes made to beat Baltimore last week? Yes. Puts him at the top of the arms race for them. For sure. Like some of those were just insane. And he only, made a couple, and he made a couple he more last them. night. Yeah. But that defense held them, held him under two fifty. Yeah. And the throws Rivers made down the stretch last night were just Dimes, yeah, like outrageous. I, if I'm voting right now, I'm giving it to Rivers. I think they're all still right there, and the last three weeks are going to matter. But yeah, no, the last I, three, I'm giving it to Philip Rivers right now. The last three weeks are definitely going to matter, and I think it's a Philip Rivers has kind of emerged as this. Kind you know, the of, best part about that conversation is they all have to play and they all have to win. I know. So stars are going to rise. Yes, and you're going to see somebody win the MVP. Now sure. somebody lose it like normal. No, somebody's going to win it in the next three weeks, and it's going to be awesome. Yeah, and it might. Khalil Mack's still in this conversation too. Hell yeah, he is. I mean, Aaron Donald probably not as much. I think Khalil Mack's passed him for defense player of the year. I agree, but I think he's right there for the MVP. If the Bears keep winning, listen. After watching, you got to put Khalil Mack for what he's done to that team right there with Philip Rivers, Mahomes, and Brees. After watching, if you watch the entirety of the Rams Bears game, okay, and you watch Khalil Mack, one, he's getting held on every Everybody. other play, okay. He sacked the core. He strip sacked Goff while getting held. It was the most unbelievable thing I have ever. It's like, and then the after the, to reach out at the last second, and knock the ball away, and do that was absurd. Like, his, he is crazy. so he's so talented. And then for perspective on how big he is, he hugged Aaron Donald at the end of the game, and he's bigger than Aaron Donald. And I was like, oh my god. Look at him next to Donald. Yeah. Like, look at him. And the man-child that is Khalil Mack rose to the top of that game. Yeah. No, because, was, because yeah. listen, Aaron Donald. What is an MVP, right? MVP is most Phillip valuable. Rivers last night. Yes. Those throws down the Exactly. Stretch. It's Khalil Mack in prime time at home in a game that your new city, your new team, and you dominate everybody else. Listen. Like, Hall of Famers, you should know by watching. Yes. If you have 100%. to say, eh, they're not a Hall of Famer. No. You watched Phillip Rivers last night? Hall of Famer. Agreed. Agreed. And I think 
Khalil Mack takes care of business, locks up the division against Green Bay and has a big-time performance like he did in week one against Aaron Rodgers, you're going to see his name emerge amongst that. And I know it's really tough to give defensive players most valuable player. But how how can you not look at what this Bears team was last year and what they've done this year with uh, unhealthy Mitchell Trubisky and him playing Look, spotty moments. the most moments. valuable player. It doesn't have to be a quarterback. I agree. Who dominates the game more than anybody else on the field. Who, and impacts the game. It's, yeah. it, it's, and he, you have to understand, if you understand football, and obviously Jake does, because of the attention that Khalil Mack gets, it has opened up the rest of the defense to do what they're doing. Okay? That's why it's like big-time receiver, big-time running backs, big-time pass rushers. The entire game plan – Changes. Is for you to fail. Yes. For you not to succeed. Yes. And when you can come through all of that and still put up numbers and wreck games. Yes. And put up 200 yards receiving for Julio, which the entire defense has built to stop you. Those are the guys that you have to put at the top because the entire week of the 100 hours coaches stop that is guy. to spend stopping that dude. And, and, to, and to be fair, when you're talking about the two defensive players, who was the one that got stopped? Aaron Donald. The Bears contained Aaron Donald the entire game. The entire game because Vic Fangio said, or offensive coordinator said, uh, listen, or it was, I think it was Matt Nagy that said it. He's like, listen, we're not, we will let somebody else beat us. Yeah. It's not going to be Aaron Donald. Yeah. And Dominic can sue, earn your money. Yeah. You can beat us. Go ahead. But we're double teaming. And Dante Fowler had his moments in that game because they were to pay him, but he, Matt, Matt Nagy was, I am not going to allow. Aaron Donald to do what he's done in the past. By the way, I said that Rams defense was going to come out of this bye and be good. I think they're going to continue to, but I still wouldn't want to play them either. Oh, yeah. Like that was, that was gonna... a really good win for the Bears. But I didn't lose a ton for – No. No, you have to you have to understand the Bears defense is head and shoulders above where every other defense is playing right now. It's not a close race. It's from – from everybody who watches who watches closely, and if you're a Bears fan, you'll know this. The 2006 Bears defense team that had Rex Grossman as the starting quarterback <laughs> yeah, exactly. that went to the Super Bowl and played Peyton Manning, okay? And for about 10 minutes, you thought they'd win that football game because they returned – Devin Hester returned the kickoff to start the game. They had the best special teams of all time, yeah. Devin Hester. Yes. Best returner of all time. They are better statistically having played le- three less games than that 06 team. This team look, is. look like I love McVay because like I have a stupid memory, especially when it comes to football. But yes. I, I love listening to his like recant of stuff. Oh, and yeah. breaking down the Bears defense in a press conference last week yeah. and naming every player by first and last name, half of them where they went to college, all of their stats for the year was like because he that'll tell you all you need to know. Yeah, there's a lot to pay attention to. Let's get into these games here. We're starting off with remember people for setting your fantasy lineups. There are Saturday football games in the NFL. Right now, they start tomorrow. There's two football games on Saturday. We got an afternoon one and a night game. Two good games, too, uh, because there's a lot of implications for for both the Houston Texans and really the Denver Broncos. Plus, I love watching Baker Mayfield play. Uh, and they've 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 won five football games at this point, and I'm, it, Cleveland's got to be beside themselves. I think they're going to win more. Uh, the Houston Texans are going on the road. That's the first game in the afternoon. They play the New York Jets. Uh, they are a seven-point favorite going on the road. Jake, how do you see this one shaking out? Uh, I've got them covering that. I've got uh, the Jets have been good at home. Yes, they and have. That was a big win last week on the road for them for a young team. Todd Bowles and, and company have lost five straight. Um, they're better at home, but Houston has to get back. 
to what they were doing. It was funny because we talked about that stat, man. Winning that tenth in a row, so hard, is crazy. Yeah, and like I, had, I pinned that. I just didn't have the balls to pick the yeah. Colts last week. I thought Houston, the way they've been playing, would get it done. I think they go up there and win twenty-seven seventeen. I, I think they, um, they just have too much. I think they get back to what they were doing on that nine-game win streak. Uh, let's talk about Cleveland and Denver. That's the next football game. Denver, this surprised me a little bit, and maybe it's because it's a Saturday night game in Mile High. Uh, Mile High is one of the it, – it's a good environment. It's this tough, time of year. It's really this tough. time of year, especially mostly because the air, it's it is a, it, it's a huge difference. If you're not used to playing sports and being outside playing you know, there. Like the air is bad when it's like you're at altitude. When you're altitude and it's cold. It's really bad. Like it just hits your lungs differently. Yeah, it's really tough. And you know what helps with that? A team full of 23- and 24-year-old yes. dudes that don't know any better. No, I was going to say, <laughs> what helps with that? Having a quarterback who's young enough to not know any better, and that is – Baker Mayfield going on the road. They are the three-point underdog. What do you see happening here? I'm going to lock this game in, so tune in and get your subscription to Premium TD Fantasy. But I think it's going to be a really good game. All right. I am not afraid to think that the road team can come in here with these young guys that are playing good. Yeah. And uh, the younger team on offense is the Broncos. Yeah. Rookie, Two rookie receivers, rookie running back. They're all playing well. But – this is, uh, it's going to be a bad loss for the Broncos last week. Bad loss for the Broncos and kind of forecasted by all of us that they were they were on a little hot streak. People were kind of starting to talk about them as a potential I still wild card team. Eight eight, which Jamie and I both kind of had them right around that mark, but that was a bad loss to go into a. Here's I'm gonna jump off subject first. Kyle Shanahan gets no love. Dude is an awesome coach. All I hear about is McVay, who I yeah. love and respect a ton. Yeah, I, I've grown to be a fan. Yeah, Kyle Shanahan has nothing. Nothing. Literally and nothing. And he is mustering up, maybe not wins, but they're playing. I know. Really good. Like with, he's a damn good coach. With not their starting quarterback, not their second string quarterback, not half of the defense that they – Reuben Foster's not there. Solomon Thomas. If you want and to, John Lynch has done a hell of a job, too. Like yes. I, I really like what both of them have done. But, like, save me this stuff when we get into these coaching searches that McVay and Shanahan grow on trees. There's not another one out there. Trust me. I'm in the business. I look. Yeah. Guys like, and I'm going to throw myself in this category when I never got into coaching. Guys that grew up like we did with dads in the business, and you're around it all the time. You just soak up stuff and see stuff different than other people. Now, they both paid their dues and were around phenomenal coaches that groomed their coaching abilities. Those guys aren't, they're they're not just out there. No, let me tell you. Everybody's like Dave Filippo. Dave Filippo was not that dude. He just got fired. Yeah. And he was the next hot young guy, but this is the first year he's ever called plays. Yeah, but go back and look at how the what the narrative was last year when when the Eagle after the Eagles won this even before the Eagles won the Super Bowl. Go look at how people were talking about Frank Reich and John DeFilippo. Now I think Frank Reich's going to be a good head coach. I think done he's done a hell of a job. He's done a hell of a job. Frank Reich was the one running the meetings. Yes, he was the one running DeFilippo. By the way, Peterson was a head coach and a former quarterback yes. and a former coordinator. Like, yes. they had a line of succession. That really wasn't your job title, right? Like the offense coordinator was really the quarterback coach. The yeah. quarterback coach was really like the offensive assistant. The head yes. coach was really the offense coordinator and the head coach. Like it was, and Frank Reich's done a hell of a job leading. Yeah. Dave Filippo just got fired. He was the next young. Like these guys, I'm telling you right now, people, like I hear this all the time. Who's going to be and Shanahan next? don't grow on trees. No, like, these dudes, go back and look what they did as coordinators before becoming head coaches. Now these offenses just keep going. Like Shanahan's putting up numbers on people 
with nobody. Look at their roster, man. No, their roster is like, terrible. And on top of that, thinking that because you're doing that in the college game, that it transfers. I'm talking about Lincoln Riley. Yeah. Thinking about that. And I'm not saying Lincoln Riley might not turn out to be a good head coach. A lot I of just, respect for him. I just, a great job. I just think comparing him to Sean McVay is Who outrageous. cut his teeth in the NFL. It's is a different outrageous. game. Yes. Yes. No, it's not. It's a Okay, Lincoln Riley has coached for two years as a head coach. With Baker Mayfield and by the way, he coached two Heisman Trophy winning quarterbacks. Thank you. And his defenses were who he, didn't, who he didn't recruit. Oh, by the way, right. So, like, a lot of respect for him. Like, he's but you cannot put him on that level. No, I gotta see. There's not another one out there, people. I'm telling you. No, like, good luck. This coaching thing's gonna be really interesting. We'll get into all that. But that was my rant for the day. That's that's Jake's rant of the day, brought to you by uh, Hit Us Up sponsors. Uh, Green <laughs> Bay Packers going on the road to play the Chicago Bears. The Bears are a six point favorite at home. Uh, listen. This is the this is a huge game for the Bears. Biggest in a long time. The biggest in a long time. And they've had a couple of those now this year. And I think the my thing, and I know people tend to overdo narratives, but it's but I watch. I obviously as a Bears fan, I watch the team. I watch all the press conferences. This defense loves playing at home. Okay, that they love playing at home, and the fans react differently to the defense than they do because this is a defensive city. The NFL can take all its offense. Nobody in Chicago cares. They want to watch the defense play football. They're excited to watch the defense play football. And Akeem Hicks put up on a whiteboard, and and the whole team has been reacting, and I've seen it all over social media. Aaron Rodgers sat in a press conference three weeks ago, and this is before they lost to the Arizona Cardinals, and talked about how they can – they're going to win out, which they haven't done because they lost to the Arizona Cardinals at home and fired their head coach. But how they can go into a soldier field, a place they've had a lot of success, and win. And Akeem Hicks has been posting pictures of him sacking Aaron Rodgers all week, and I cannot wait to see this defense because Danny Trevathan said it best. Come to the crib, get dealt with. That's what's going to happen. Exactly. On, come to the well crib, get That's dealt that. with. And I, I am that. so excited to watch that game on Sunday. Look, this game is divisional rival, little brother, big brother. 100%. Big brother usually doesn't play that good in Chicago, but this game's always close. I don't yes. see that being different. I don't know that the Bears cover the six. I got them winning 28-24. I agree. But I got them winning, and I almost think that last one is like a late kind of backdoor cover kind of thing because Rodgers is going to fight you. To the nail. For sure. But, man, I – this Bears team is fun. Yeah. That defense is like my birthday used to be on the Super Bowl, it's January twenty sixth. So like the nineteen eighty five Bears Patriots was on my birthday. Super Bowl shuffle, the swaggiest thing of all time. Like that team, this has a lot of that same stuff, but they got more playmakers. Yeah, it's that was this, a big win last week. It was a bad loss in New York. That one, that one, yeah. kind of, that that gave them a little ding in their, For in sure. their armor to me. But winning that game last week against the Rams at home, man, that was big. That was big. Yeah, I think I think they they're not. I, I like that. The you know, com- what I loved about that too. What Jordan Howard getting twenty carries for 100, 100 yards, yards in the cold. Like I said, if they'll go to that and they can develop that moving forward, then watch out because you ain't gonna blow them out. They're gonna well, be in every game. And that's what I love seeing because in New York he had a little bit better game. He had seventy yards, and then you saw him again against a team that everybody was terrified of that front and not running the football. And they went to the football and they ran the ball. And I expect to see a very similar thing. And I think the best part of that game from a Bears perspective was watching Jordan Howard, Jordan Howard, Tariq Cohen. Jordan Howard, Jordan Howard, Tariq Cohen. Because that's good luck. Jordan Howard, Jordan Howard, Gabriel. Yes. And they're not healthy. like So like they're doing a really good job of getting other guys involved and getting healthy. Nagy's done a great job. That adjustment I've been calling for all year 
it's that time, and he did it. And I'm like, I'm like, I, I'm, I'm coming around. Um, you're, you're, you're dialed in. Yes, and I'm, I'm I, and I love the big boy touchdowns. Keep them coming. I yes. love Bradley Sowell. <laughs> I love the offensive line. My boy Bradley Sowell. We've had him. He would play with my dad, Indy. Brought him out here. He was here for what's a long time. Great dude. Happy and for him. Like he, that was, and the touchdown dance was oh, banging. Dude, it was awesome. I was, I was like, oh, old Miss's finest. When a big guy can move like that, I was, I was dying of laughter. I was like, man, this team is fun. They're having, they're having Absolutely. fun, and they're all begging Matt Nagy to put him in the because they all want to score touchdowns, exactly. which is so funny. Wait till week seventeen and fantasy over. Yeah, uh, the Dallas Cowboys going on the road to play the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, listen, the Dallas Cowboys are one of the hottest teams in the NFL. Dak Prescott threw for 455 yards. He's if if you haven't looked, go look at Jamie's rankings on TDFantasy.com. You got to be a premium subscriber. But listen, Dak's one of those quarterbacks that you got to start looking at. Is eh, should I start? If you I've have heard, Matthew Stafford, you're starting. You're starting, starting Dak over Aaron Rodgers. I'm well. You just saw Jared Goff and Todd Gurley get completely shut out. So, I'm starting Matt Ryan over Aaron Rodgers this weekend, but Dak and I was like, wow. You know, I went back and looked and went. Amari he, Cooper has changed. He'll his end. Team. He'll end up being top twelve in fantasy because oh, yeah. of what Amari, Amari Cooper has done. Absolutely. They're a, they're a three point underdog. Indianapolis Colts are a, a standard three point at home. They're running into a little bit of a buzzsaw themselves, though. I think the Cowboys are feeling themselves a little bit. Going on the road is a different animal. Andrew Luck and this team, man, like they lost a couple weeks ago in Jacksonville, but they played okay. It's just a, like it was a weird game. And then bounced back and win last week at Houston. I'm taking the Colts at home 28-23. I think they win and they cover that. I think Dallas just runs into a little like, – Indy's defense, I've talked about this for two years. Nobody wants yeah. to listen. This front seven's been stingy. Yep. The defense as a whole has been a lot yeah, better than people talk sure. about. They're they're playing well. Like they're – and it's a tough place to go play. Yeah, no, it's a it's a it's a very tough place to go play. And Indy is feeling themselves after a big win last week, Huge. going on the road to play the Texans, a divisional game, and getting a victory. All right, the next game, the Tennessee Titans going on the road to play the New York Giants. It has officially moved to a pick'em. It was a Ooh. one. It was a one point uh, when we looked at it. it. Is now officially a pick'em, even minus one ten on both sides. Odell Beckham Jr., the big storyline here from a fantasy perspective. He will not be playing in this game. So hopefully he picked somebody else up last week because he didn't play last week. I'm thinking that this is going to be – don't expect him to be back next week either. I'm thinking this might be – he's got a quad. We just – a quad injury. We locked him up long term. We're not in the postseason hunt. Let's let's shut this down. They want to finish strong and their head coach and GM need to finish That's strong. True. That's true. That's true. I think he plays again. I don't think they shut him down, but he's out this week. And that absolutely is going to matter. Look, give Tennessee credit. I thought Jacksonville was going to go in there and win that game last week. They got the doors blown off. Now, one thing I'm seeing all over the uh, other fantasy pundits of the world is throw Derrick Henry in your absolute stardoms this week. Like, that is, whoa, slow down a little bit, Chief. He has sucked all year. Had one monster game against a really good defense. Yes. That still doesn't make any sense. But he the does Giants this are, every year, guys. I know the Giants every defense coordinator well. They're built to stop the run. Yeah. And you're going to have to go laterally to get around. I, I don't see Derrick Henry having a giant game. It'll be okay. I think it's going to be a really close game. I got the Giants winning 24-20. They've played really well the last yeah. four weeks. They're 3-4, and four, and they've got it going. Saquon Barkley, there's your, there's your must-start running back. I think he's going to end up leading the NFL in rushing. Uh, I got the Giants at home. Yeah. I feel pretty good about him. As a, as a pick em, Yeah. A home team against a pretty evenly matched – I mean – Vrabel credit, though, man. They, they – They've done Every a good time job. I think they're falling apart, man. They bounce, they bounce back, and, and they they'll fight you. Yeah. They're tough. Again, with a roster that I look around and go, it's not great. It's not. There's not a, no, not no, a lot there. No. It's and he's doing a he's doing a damn good job. 
All right, the Miami Dolphins going on the road to play the Minnesota Vikings. The Vikings obviously fired John DeFilippo. Teams always kind of have this little – they play with a little extra oomph after a, after a coach gets fired. That being said, they are a seven-and-a-half-point favorite. I How many weeks in a row have I seen the Minnesota Vikings offense struggle before I have to go, I don't know that you should be a seven-and-a-half-point favorite against anybody. The Dolphins have been stingy as hell. And their defense they're is good. They're winning a lot of games, but their secondary is really good. Why did Filippo get fired? He threw. He wouldn't run the damn ball. Well, he, he threw it more than anybody in the league by a long shot. Let me tell you, whoever's calling the plays for Mike Zimmer this week is going to run the damn ball. Well, you can run it on Miami. You don't throw it on him very hiring well. Hiring John DeFilippo never made sense because that's he ran an offense in Philadelphia that he didn't threw, run that offense. Yeah, but at they all, threw. Though, they the threw the ball all the time. He didn't have running backs there, so for him to come in and put in a system where he's trying. Mike Zimmer is has not shied away from what he wants to do. He wants to run the football, and he wants to play good defense. Well, guess what? They haven't been able to do that, and John DeFilippo wasn't able to do that. you a ton of money, and you have those receivers. You're stuck with him now. I mean, Kirk Cousins ain't going anywhere. No, and that's fine. I don't have a problem with Kirk Cousins. I have a problem with the way they ran the offense. I agree. And it got him fired. Yep. I got the Vikings winning 28-21, so I'm right there at it. I don't think they cover. I think this could be a really close game. The Vikings have showed me nothing. I picked them the last two weeks. Yeah, no. they have played complete eggs. Yep. I'm going to get on another rant in just a second when I finish this pick, but I don't think my I don't think Miami has enough to go up there no. and hang. But I think it's close for a while. I think Minnesota wins. Okay, my rant. Can somebody in the NFL tell me how the hell Bobby Wagner is still allowed to touch two dudes on his team when he jumps the line of scrimmage, block the field goal? It's been illegal for three years. You're calling it on all kinds of stuff. It's not really there. And he went. You hear my hands hit the table. That's the dude's backs that he just touched when he jumped. Yeah. Happens well, Bobby Wagner, maybe the best linebacker in football. Great player. It is absolute crap how the Seahawks continue to get away with this. I don't understand how it happens. And I don't even care anymore. Like, I don't hate the Seahawks anymore. I actually no. kind of like them now. Yeah. But it's absolute garbage from no. a guy that pays attention to kicks more than most people. Yeah. How they continue to get away with this and change games. Oh, That 100%. is absolutely a penalty. It was a penalty three years ago when they did it. It's still a penalty now. Throw the damn flat. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how they continue to get away with this. As somebody who was cheering for my friend here and cheering for his dad and watching this stuff happen on Sundays against the Cardinals, and I saw it happen and I go, what the hell is that? Why is the flag not being thrown? And now it's continuing to happen, but it's a few years later. I just, I, I, don't, I, I don't know how they continue to get away with it. There's, there's this little bit of Seattle that always drove me nuts before I started disliking them, that Pete Carroll – and this was a Pete Carroll thing at USC. And I met Pete Carroll, and I was pleasantly surprised at how much I liked Pete. Oh, Pete's a very, very likable dude. He's a very, very likable dude. But as a, there's Pete as a human being when he's around other people and when he's not coaching football. And then there's Pete when he's coaching football. And Pete has this way about his team that if you've been to Seattle, you know what I'm talking about. It almost feels like a college football atmosphere mm-hmm. environment. The guys are kind of a little bit more rambunctious than you see at other NFL stadiums. They're playing a little bit different music than you're used to playing. It's more collegiate, like I like I feel when I'm going to watch college football games. It's not as business-like, like Patriots-wise, right. right? It's kind of the opposite of the Patriots. Yeah. It's it's I'm the I'm I want to be the players coach, and I kind of let the players do what they want to do. And it, sometimes it, it seems like he, the defense there, has kind of always had this lax. Like we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna push off. We're gonna do this. We're gonna hold we're gonna, if they we're call it. Hold. We're gonna lose if they and, don't. And, we're and, win. and I don't, I don't, it, it bothers me because it doesn't get called as much as it should. 
And I feel like it should have been called enough to where they they were forced to stop being like that. And, and they, they haven't. haven't. They haven't. And they're still well, like that. You knew you were going up there to play them, that if you had fast receivers, you could run by Richard Sherman. Yes. You could run by their corners. And they're going to hold you. Yeah. If they throw the flags on them early, then they're not going to do it. them late and win. Exactly. But if they don't, the holding is going to get worse. To their credit, it's never changed. They no. didn't have to change. The, the NFL and the officiating should know who they're playing and should be looking out for certain things, especially I that agree. play, and they don't do it. It drives me freaking nuts. Yeah. It's different than everybody else. Yeah. And that pisses me off. We've had a lot of tangents today. You can tell Jake's been gone for a little while. Uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers going on the road to play the Baltimore Ravens. The Baltimore Ravens are now right in the thick of the division. I mean, like a half game back from the Pittsburgh, or from the Pittsburgh Steelers. They're seven-and-a-half-point favorites at home. The Steelers have the Patriots. This is a big game because this is a huge shift in this division. If the Ravens can pull it off and win at home against an inferior team, I I assume that they're going to get it done at home. I think they are too, but they're still starting a rookie quarterback, and this is not the team that I'd want to be coming into town yeah. to have to have a must-win, stay with the division, because Tampa has played everybody well. They yes. put up numbers on everybody. They don't care. They're going to keep slinging it. Their defense is terrible. Is why I think Baltimore gets it done. Baltimore's the second best defense in the league to Chicago. I think they get it done at home. I got 27 23. I do not think they cover. No, I think that's this a lot. It's a big spread. Really freaking close game. And Tampa has put up numbers on everybody. And yeah, that defense is awesome. But Jameis doesn't care if it throws four picks. No. He's going to keep slaying it. He's almost like by getting benched and coming back and getting benched and coming back, he's like picked up some of Fitz's yeah. gunslinger. I don't really care. We got we to gotta keep slaying it to win anyway. And that's dangerous. That's a dangerous team to have coming into Baltimore. The next team, uh, next game we're going to talk about the Arizona Cardinals going on the road to play the Atlanta Falcons. The Falcons are a nine and a half point favorite. Uh, these two teams competing in the disappointing bowl at this point in the season. Uh, both teams out. I'm not talking much about this, man. Atlanta's, yeah. Atlanta's at home. That's yeah. a different animal. If Arizona went and beat Green Bay, and I told you it wasn't historic when they did it. And they came home and laid the egg of all eggs at home against the freaking Lions, 17-3, to in a game that was damn near unwatchable. No, it was. I'll say it. It was unwatchable. I got, From both I got Atlanta 31-17. If the freaking Cardinals couldn't put up more than three points at home on the Lions, this Atlanta defense, which is terrible, they're not putting up more than Show 17 me, on yeah. that. And they, they're not going to be out there a ton. Atlanta's offense, I think, goes off. And I think Matt Ryan has a big day. I think they, they get it done at home, and it's, it's, there's no point talking more about this. I agree. Let's move right along. Oakland Raiders on the road playing the Cincinnati Bengals. The Bengals are a three-point favorite at home. They played a pretty tough game last week on the road in L.A. They played the Chargers pretty close considering they're missing uh, quite a few key players. Joe Mixon, I think from a fantasy perspective, I am a Joe Mixon owner. And it was really good to see him still have a big game in, in a game where I kind of thought – they might be put away. They yeah. might be put away early, and they might abandon the run, but they didn't, and they stayed in the game because of him. Uh, I expect to see them win this football game, and I expect to see a lot of Joe Mixon again. I got the Bengals twenty eight twenty four, so I got it right on the line, and I have to lean one way or the other. I'm going to lean for them to cover, but I was at the Oakland Pittsburgh game, yeah, and John Gruden had one hell of a game plan offensively. Ball came out quick. Guys were open. Jordy Nelson and Cook were open, and Carr had a hell of a day. Yeah. But defensively, they played, played pretty well. They stopped the run. They don't get after the passer very well, which, which bothers me, and I think will hurt them in this game. But Oakland was pretty impressive. To watch them in week two in a game, they should have beat Denver, and how much turnover they've had since then. Like It was a huge win to beat yeah. the Steelers home. I know the Steelers never went out there and all that. I'm still going to take Cincinnati, but I think Oakland hangs in there pretty good in this game. 
yeah, I, I'm with you. I think they kind of they're, they're playing with a little life. At the end of the day, they're professionals. You can't tell professionals to tank. Just that's not how this works. No, they, they have no. to. They have to all play those guys are like, dude, I don't care if I'm not playing for you next year. I'm playing for somebody. Yeah, I'm gonna put this on tape. Exactly. And that's what matters. That's exactly right. This is another game we could to gloss over. We'll talk quickly. Washington Redskins at Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, listen, the Redskins were a team that was in the playoff contention, and but have suffered so many injuries. Um, they're just not in a position. I know technically they're still in it, but this team is they're so decimated by injury. It's, it's, it's honestly, and as we've said before on the last podcast, we hope that Alex Smith is going to be okay from a health perspective. I, yeah, if he plays great, great dude, you don't yeah. really care anything else about him and his family and him being healthy. Yeah. Great Jacksonville is a seven and a half point favorite at home. I think. That's craziness. Cause I don't know that anybody's scoring seven and a half. I'm going to go with Jacksonville at home, 14 to 10. Yes, I agree. And one of the ugliest, most awful games ever to watch. Unless Jacksonville plays defense like they did last week, and Adrian Peterson might have 300 yards. Yeah. Because I still don't know how the hell they gave up that much to Derrick Henry, who's done nothing no. this year. Like, they've quit. Oh, you, they, don't get, you don't get it run down your throat. Like, like no, explain they something quit. to you people out there in, like, fantasy wonderland of the NFL and throwing it all over the place anymore. That's great. You can give up 40 when somebody throws 400 yards and not feel like they took your soul. Yes. When they run it down your throat. Your manhood leaves you a little bit. You sit in that locker room and go, not only did I lose, you got my ass kicked. And you got to go back to like being in junior high and like you get in a fight and maybe you get hit in the face and like the embarrassment of coming to school the next day. Yeah. There's like that feeling, right? They got to feel like that. 100%. Either that or they just quit. And I'm not real sure. This team's got serious issues. I'm still going to pick them to win at home because Washington just has nothing left. Yeah. But – I don't think it's going to be very watchable. It's going to be just an awful, awful game. I agree. I think it's going to be a really boring and awful game. The next game we're going to talk about is another one from a fantasy perspective. There's not really much to talk about. And from a game perspective, there's not much to talk about. The Detroit Lions are about as, about as in, I mean, they've been a huge disappointment. I expected to see much more from this team this year. Um, But I do think bringing in Matt Patricia really split the locker room. It really did. Well, and there were it a did lot. because you left Jim Bob Cooter. And yes. when you do that, owners, GMs, they're listening out there. I'm sure there's a lot of you, not really, but you can't have two chiefs. No, and it's it's not it's not working out. Especially when the main chief is tight with the GM, and then you have this other dude that's on offense that's been there. Like It's just a weird situation. It and, wasn't his guy. And Stafford has looked like a shell of himself. He's looked worse since Golden Tate left. To their credit, they started off really slow. Yes. Then they played pretty well. Then they got really ugly again. Yeah. Now they played pretty good for a couple weeks. Like, they played the Rams really well at home. Yeah, And they went scored. to a tough place to play traditionally, who they've lost to, like, four times around Arizona and blew yeah. their doors off. Yeah. 17-3 is getting your doors kicked in. Yeah. I don't really care. Like, that game was awful. But, like, that's an easy win. Yeah. They're kind of trending up. That being said, the Bills had a bad loss at home last week, but have been trending up and playing well. I'm going to take the Bills 24-20 at home. Again, I don't think there's a lot going on this one, but, but that Bills defense has been pretty solid. You never know what you're getting from Josh Allen, but he's running all over the place and making yeah. crazy stuff happen. I just I think they get enough enough there to get it done at to home get, this week. To get it done. All right. The next game we're going to talk about is uh, the Seattle Seahawks have put themselves in a playoff position uh, with a big victory against the Minnesota Vikings. Um, I believe if they win this game, they lock in that they are in the playoffs. I believe I read that this morning. They're a four-point favorite at home or on the road. And if you want to know what Jay thinks about this game, then you're going to have to become a premium subscriber on TD Fantasy, but I'll let him give a couple of quick thoughts. The Niners don't have a lot left. Yeah. And this offense for the for, for the uh, Seahawks is running on everybody, which is allowing Russell Wilson all day long to throw the ball. Yep. 
Yep. All right. Moving on for one of the games of the weekend. Uh, I think what we did watch on Thursday night was the game of the weekend. I don't think that was a question. Uh, It'll take a lot to beat that. The runner-up for the AFC uh, best teams in the AFC, which is shocking to say because it's the New England Patriots and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Both of these teams coming off a loss. Both of these teams coming off a bad loss, mm-hmm. okay? In places that they never win. In, pla- in places that they don't win and tend to struggle even late in the season. The Steelers are underdogs at home. Not a primetime game, but underdogs at home in a big matchup coming off a loss. They've had a couple of bad weeks now. Ben's going to play. Yeah. Ben's going to play. This is going to be this is going to be a good one. And I think I I expect to see the Pittsburgh Steelers show me something. And if it doesn't happen this week, I'm officially out on this team. This is my final this is my final week because if you can't get up for Steelers Patriots at home, then you have a bigger issue in that locker room than all of us cuz that the talent is there. That offense is should be outrageous. And I know James Conner was missing last week, but you were playing Sanders the played well. You were playing yeah. the freaking Raiders. So there's a couple things I know. The Patriots don't lose back to back games. Yes. Ever. Steelers don't normally, but they've lost three straight. Yeah. They're at home. Normally I'd feel pretty good about, but they're banged up and they're trending big time in the wrong direction. And when I go back to the first thing I just said, the Patriots don't lose back to back weeks. I think I think it's a good game. I think Patriots go in there and get it done. The Steelers defense went from, like, god-awful to pretty good to pretty damn good back to god-awful. I'm not really sure how that's even possible. Not with all those playmakers. No, the the Oakland Raiders have not blocked anyone all year, and they could not get a pass rush last week. Like, it's not – it was – they're not playing a good offensive line. Like, all those really good players for the Raiders were not in there, and they couldn't get it done. It was just weird. I'm going to take the Patriots at at Pittsburgh, 31-27. I think it's going to be a good game. I think – if Ben plays the whole time, they're going to fight you, and that offense is good enough to hang in there. A uh, lot of fantasy implications in this game. Like, this one, the next one, couple, next couple we're going to talk about, like, they're all over the place. Yeah, but, all over the place um, from a playoff perspective, I think, too. I think all of them are going to have good, good games. I don't think either one of these defenses are going to do a ton to slow the other one down. It's, uh, it'll be interesting. I think uh, – show me something, Pittsburgh. I'm ready. I'm ready to be proven – like, proven right that I chose you as a, as a Super Bowl team. I think right you now, go to the Super Bowl. Right now, you do not look like a Super Bowl team. Not a team you don't that look could like get a there. Team, yeah, that is exactly is right. Really interesting for your future. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles will be led by Nick Foles this week. Uh, actually, you know the the injury with Carson Wentz is is really it's not great because it's now you're talking about two injuries, two different injuries. You're talking about the the talk in Philly has gone from. We won a Super Bowl. How excited we are to – should we lock up long-term Carson Wentz? Should we pay him until we see a full season of him healthy? It's interesting how this has all transpired in less than a year's time, right? Look, it's hard to come back off an ACL. Yes. And they were patient. I said he wasn't going to play until, like, the end of September. That was pretty much it. He's played, he played really well. Yeah. He looked like he was the MVP there for about five weeks when he came back. Um, but Nick Foles is not the magic of last year. No. His team has zero of the magic of yes. last year. And the, the Rams, Rams are coming off a loss. and they're... they got to keep pace. I think they win. I got them 34-20. I think the Rams win easily. This Philly team to shell of itself coming across the country with a backup quarterback on a defense that I think is playing well and trending well and going to keep getting better. 
I think it's an easy win for the Rams. Yeah, it's a 12 and a half point spread. LA primetime again. Like they're starting to get used to this and like it. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I think this is. I expect uh, Todd Gurley and Jared Goff to bounce back. I got people hitting me up. I think Cooks up. has a monster week. Yeah, I, I think people don't overreact to the Bears. Th- this... No, by the way, it was freezing cold. Yeah, and the Eagles are not nights. the Bears. And they no. were on the road. Yeah, and it was just, it's, the Rams it, are bounce back. They'll be fine. I think it's a really good performance by them. Exactly right. Uh, Monday Night Football. This this game has a lot of implications for a lot of reasons because the Panthers have been a team that have become – listen, at a certain point they looked like they could really get something going, and they have looked like a, another team that's been super disappointing. At this point with the NFC wildcard, it's like, do any of these teams want to join? Do any, do any of you want that second spot? Because Seattle looks like they want it, but who else wants to jump in? Not the Panthers. They lost five straight. I called it last week that the Browns were going to beat them. That's a bad loss. I mean, Ron Rivera's now in the hot seat with new ownership. Cam Newton, could this be his last couple games in a Panthers uniform, depending on who comes in as the GM? And you're, yep. you're talking about maybe flipping this whole thing over. Yeah, for sure. But it's a divisional game, and the Saints now have to keep pace. And – they just have too much. This this Panthers defense got old, and they got old in a hurry. The Saints win. I got them 27-20, uh, so I got them covering by half a point. I can see it being worse than that. Saints defense has been stingy yep. enough. Uh, the Panthers really have McCaffrey and Cam running around a little bit and making enough plays. There's some other guys that have played okay. Samuel's played okay. DJ Moore's been okay. None of them have done a lot, but I just don't think they have enough to, to, get, it, to, to, get, in, to get this done. Yeah. And they played twice in three weeks. Yeah, I think this could very easily end up being pretty ugly for Carolina over the next couple of weeks. I think it could turn from this has been a disappointing season to people are losing their jobs. They played pretty well at home. Yeah. So I think this is closer. I think when they play again in a couple of weeks, it's going to be ugly. The doors off to finalize whatever seed they need yeah. in the playoffs. And I think the Panthers quit in that one because they could have lost seven, eight straight at that point. Guys. This is going to be another, we said it last weekend, it's going to be another great weekend of football. We had This entire month of December is going to be meaningful football, which is awesome. You have Saturday football games, which is fantastic. Always. The whole weekend is going to be all about football, and that's exactly how it should be in December. Jake, how can everybody follow you on social media? Jake B. Arians on Twitter and Jake Arians on Instagram. And guys, be sure you subscribe to TD Fantasy. Uh, become a premium subscriber so you guys can check out the locks. Jamie has a lock this weekend as well. He just uh, He's not on the podcast, so you, you weren't hearing what he, his thoughts were on the game. But he does have one, and it's not against the spread. Which is interesting. So I, I I don't even I don't even know what it is yet, but I'm excited to figure out what trickery uh, Jamie has going on. By the way, we have done a hell of a job. It has continued. The last couple of weeks have been tough on the picks. But Still above, well above what everybody if you're else is doing. Hanging around 500, you're pretty damn good. Jamie, the locks I think are right at 61. percent 61 combined, we're 55 percent against the spread for the year, which puts us in the top 10 of anybody picking games anywhere. So. It's still been pretty damn good. I, I definitely would check it out and listen carefully to what we have to say. Yeah, it's uh, it's been really damn good. And you guys can follow me at the underscore sports page with an I, and you should follow TD Fantasy at TD Fantasy underscore on both Twitter and Instagram. And please, please, please subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. We super appreciate it. Have a great weekend and enjoy the holidays. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. 
And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.